All right, so welcome back everyone. When we last left people, they were wandering around the train doing their own things. Um, and since then, uh, in side scenes, Cull and McCarthy uh, paid a visit to uh, Unger and Chorian and are looking for things inside the Endless Library. And Riju chased down Elias, who is sulking in the bar. Bold move, gotta say, Riju, by the by. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how that uh, how that turns out for, for Riju. I think though, since I don't know what actually let's start with with Cull and McCarthy. So you're both in uh, the library inside Unger the Frog. And uh, so McCarthy, you said you were going to look uh, closer, further on. You're wandering down the long aisle of books. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cull, what are you doing? Um, I mean, broadly speaking, he'd be looking for anything that would either serve as like how this frog functions or something that he could find maybe on the stacks to impress uh, the, the Vance people. Okay. So you're both somewhat distracted and as you wander further from the entrance to the library, uh, you're, I'm not going to ask you both to make a perception roll. I will spend a perception. All right. Okay. Um, yeah. And... Oh, that's a zero. All right, McCarthy, you don't you don't notice this at all because you are so entranced with your book about patisserie. Uh, Call you see it. But it's, you would wager this has been happening for a couple of seconds before you notice it. The entrance to the library is closing. And the, the door that you came in is getting smaller very fast. Uh, Cole will, will kind of pull on McCarthy's sleeve and say, is that, uh, is that, is that normal? Oh, uh, I have, whoa. Um, could be my sample set is uh, is limited, so I haven't established what is and isn't normal. Should we run? Uh, yes, run. I hope you had a little conversation about it at first. Um, it's not going to help you. Uh, that, that's a movement <laughs> role from you both. Then uh, I think McCarthy will use a a Benny. From their movement. Ditto. Okay. Uh -uh. That is uh -uh. not enough for either of you. 
So you both rush towards the rapidly uh, closing exit and are, are, not, are not close enough when it disappears. And you are left facing a brick wall. Again, kind of a weird thing for a, inside of a throat, but you know, this frog doesn't make any sense at all. So who knows? We're going to switch to Riju while you, while you both, uh, so you, it's, it's not so dark that you can't see there are sort of ambient life and library still there, but like there, there is one direction and it's full of books. Riju, uh, you are approaching Elias in the parlor car. Hey, what baby. Do? No. <laughs> hey, you can do that if you want. No, no, no. Not unless the situation calls for it. Unless he absolutely has to. Um, let's see. I'm still trying to figure out like what is the best for this. <sighs> um so Riju will, oh, if I do this, Riju uh, will happen upon Elias. Elias, right? Yeah. Happen upon him because you weren't, you know, definitely just wandering around looking for him. Totally wasn't looking for you or anything. Um, and sit next to him and order his own drink. Oh, do I have a menu? Is there a, is there a it's a bar. bar it's a bar like there's any other there's mundane alcohols of many stripes i uh, want a fanciful cocktail <laughs> if you want a fanciful cocktail um fanciful cocktail is it like a frilly cocktail or like a classy cocktail it's a classy cocktail all right um i think you're gonna have the same thing that, and we'll that sit had next zeros, to which is uh oh. an ubara which is a bottled frozen poetry drink. You can get individual syllables of poetry out of it as it bubbles. Oh. It's considered upper scale, made by made in the frozen north people who recite poetry into the, the brewing vats as they brew it. Hmm. It's also like, it's, it's not show off money, like gold plated drink, but it's like, you know, a nice scotch drink. Like it's expensive to buy in a bar. And Elias will look over at you and then look at the drink that you order and kind of scoff and go, enjoying your orbs already, huh? Or my orbs. <laughs> oh boy. Um... Elias is drinking the cheapest thing that the bar is serving, which is mundane beer. Uh, Riju will order Hubara for Elias as well. Cox and eyebrow and say, is that an apology? It's just I haven't played uh, the Spiders game in so long with someone so skilled. And I'm surprised that you are um, on such a, uh, a mission to spread the game. Not a lot of people enjoy the game due to the amount of rules and the amount of um, um, the preparation required. It can be intimidating. 
he kind of waves off the thing. I think the Vances who sit there staring at a book and memorizing things all day can't figure out the rules of the Spiders game. It just has a bad reputation, that's all. It's so a Weaver why, uh, game. It's too complicated. Ugh. It's true. Pish. So what is it about the game that you you enjoy that you want to make popular? Out of opponents. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> Come from Maloon and I think I must have played everyone there who was willing to learn. It was just, you know, a couple of years back. I, why am I telling you this? You cheated. Again, I think that we're not familiar with some of the different house rules that I've come across over the, the years that I've, I've sure. Have you certainly never heard of that maneuver before? I can well, tell the one where you. you take additional pieces out of out of uh, your pockets, the one where you move things when it's not your turn? I don't think that's true. Mm. If everyone's playing people like you, no wonder the game has a bad reputation. Well, if they play people like you, then I'm sure that they will become um, 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 way more better at the game than some of the other people that I've played. Besides, maybe you are um, um, making our order more appealing to them. Maybe. If I can find... Whoops. If I can find some additional weavers or people who would be, you know, have the aptitude for it by playing the game, that's certainly a nice side effect. But regardless... I mean, yeah, why, why are you here? What do you want? You won. Take your winnings. Will you be to my crappy beer? Well, you may be onto something there. Finding other people to bring into the order. Say so you wouldn't have to do that alone. He, he looks like, like you're looking, looking around the car for other people and then looks at you and says, you're suggesting yourself. <laughs> Really? After that move? I'll say that I have a way with um, getting people to follow me. Do you now? Doesn't seem to be working on me. No. (laughs) (laughs) He chuckles a little bit. And we'll cut to Alphonse Clay, who was still in the car with the Duchess, if I, if I recall correctly. Duchess Marilyn. Yes, she had just revealed uh, someone was trying to kill her, apparently. Uh, that's right. Again? Question mark? <laughs> I mean, you can kill, if, if there's someone who is one of the dead and they're not in the pale, they are here with a visa from someone in the pale. Their physical form could be destroyed. Their spirit would have nowhere else to go but to become a ghost or to go back to the pale. You just, you know. Interesting. You can't really poison them. It's more of a destruction entire thing. Hmm. 
anyway uh so yeah she has explained uh that she thinks someone is trying to to kill her and Nelfon's clay leans in puzzled why why would they want to kill but surely well, not. you're but you have such good taste. Oh, well, th thank you, my dear. But, you know, there is such prejudice for people of, well, people from the pale. We make some folk uncomfortable. They have people here in Saturn. They like to think that they're so above these petty prejudices, but I'm an apostate and I run into all of these walls of people thinking, oh, you should just join an order. That's the natural way of things. Please. Following the, following the, uh, the paths that everyone else chooses is uninteresting. She sort of points at herself. You don't see many of the dead in Indigo, that's for sure. So I understand what it's like to walk an unusual path. Yes, you have, I can tell you are, you seem to be a kindred spirit, if, if I may say so. Well, um, laughs a little bit. Yes, I'm an, I'm an artist myself and I work in unique media. So it's, it can be very difficult sometimes. What, what is it that you work in? I work in unique sculpture of, well, living bone in flesh, actually. I like to put on exhibitions and try to push the boundaries of acceptable art. She laughs, and it's the kind of laugh that you imagine in life was like a tinkling high laugh, and in death, it's kind of a grinding bony sound. Still recognize Spall's laugh, just a little bit off-putting. And she says, I bet that makes you popular with my peers in Saturine. Everyone you misses the architecture of the pale. Peers. Yes, I've done some uh, interior design for some people, both, well, literally on their person and for the places they live in. It's, it's really quite delightful. It sounds so. I, I hope one day to to see perhaps some of your art, although that would, you know, would need to survive this train trip first. Well, I and some like patriots that I'm traveling with, I'm sure we could, hopefully, I'm not sure where they are right now. They've been wandering off, but I'm sure we could try to help you. Do you know why someone would want to kill you? Good. Prejudice? Money, perhaps? Frankly, when I heard them muttering, I, I simply sequestered myself in this room and hoped that, well, the lock on the door would be enough to keep them out. Oh, I'm afraid that locks are... Is, is there... I could just walk right in here and I'm not, you know, the best at breaking in my... My friends are a little better for that, though I am I'm not so bad in breaking out of places. There is a 
window that anyway um so do you who was it that was speaking about this do you was have this, names or well have you have you wandered the train much have you seen the, the various passengers um, i think i think that no fun supply only went outside during the uh to go see the um, blanking on the name, the the, 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 the distraction. distraction. Yeah. So, the, how many people went out went out for that? Would uh, you've seen some like, people got off the train there? So you know there was a, a, a decent cycling of people in and out. Yeah, but Re hasn't really gone into the Re hasn't gone into like the various cars, like the parlor car or, or anything like that. So they basically just like the on and off. In boarding and uh, and the distraction. So you actually you're in the final sleeper car, if I recall correctly. So you'd actually have had to walk through all of the other passenger cars to get to your car. So you might have noticed these. Uh, there were in in the shared sleeper car. Well, I'm sorry. He says. Well, up in the up in the passenger area, there were these four. Oh, I don't know. They were all wearing black and silver, and I just I heard them say that they were going to to, to throw me off the train. Throw you off the train? Why would? Oh, that's such a waste. I hmm. Well, would they? They wouldn't even be robbing you for your your money or jewels at that point would they that just sounds unnecessary i mean one never knows with the living so flighty so true this is why i much prefer working with the dead there at least you know you all generally tend to know what you want age does tend to give one that all right we're gonna switch back to Back to Cull and McCarthy, who are facing a brick wall. Cull will turn to McCarthy and say, is this, is this part of the threat on your life? Because I should probably make clear I'm, I'm not your possession. No, yeah. uh, <clears throat> no I, I have no idea. Um, uh, uh, all right, we can't go through a brick wall have Can you go through a brick wall uh technically but have we tried and he's going to reach out and just like wrap his knuckles on it knocking on the wall there yeah it is a brick wall oh although you do when you do it the it's kind of strange because none of the books shift on the shelves, but you could sort of like the floor moves a little bit, like the it ripples or or it's not flat anymore for a moment. It's like it's like the library is moving, but the books are not affected. Is is the frog going for a walk? Are you asking me that as the, in, in person or? No, no, Cole's asking that. Oh. 
I, that makes sense to me. Uh, that's, I don't, I don't know how the time space thing works. I'm not sure if we're inside the frog or if the frog's mouth is a door to someplace entirely different. Um, yep. That's the, um, hmm. Yeah. Oh, that was Sorry. fun. Uh, would Cull have an idea over whether uh... over over exactly how the space is constructed? Yeah, are they inside the frog or? So uh, I'm going to ask you to roll for that. What do you have that's a relevant skill? You can understand My... conventional magic. I have a, a forte of warping time and space. I'll give you one for that. Hmm. And I'll give you one for understanding conventional magic. Other than that, it's a intellect roll. All right, I will spend a penny. Okay. So, uh, reaching out with your magical senses, you are able to determine a few things. One is that you are no longer in the same space that you were. So this is not like you haven't shrunk down and you're still on the train. You are somewhere completely different. The space feels different in here. Secondly, time does not actually appear to be warped. You, you can't feel any time warping magic, but McCarthy, uh, earlier you were able to perceive a sensory difference from the sounds coming outside. So you know that there is something happening. But it isn't time magic per se. Okay. Uh... So just to clarify, like if you go to McCarthy's house and you walk into the house, you are still, even though you're tiny, you are still in the bookshop. Like the, the, the sizing doesn't make any sense, but physically that's where you still are. If right. you were, if there was GPS, you would not still be on the train. Oh, oh. You are somewhere else. This it is a space that is not. Oh. Okay. Um, Through a tunnel, and Google Maps is jumping around and can't find it. Uh, Cole will relay that and. Uh, Well, it, I, I can't say it was a reaction. I can't say the movement was a reaction to you knocking on the wall, but it did happen immediately following that. So, uh, and McCarthy pounds on the wall a few times. It's not as, uh, as instant 
as uh, as when Call did it, but shortly after you you do pound on the wall, the, the sort of rippling and, and moving of the floor and the the axe on which you're standing does does happen again. Uh, I don't know what to do with this. I assume that the answer is we need to eventually um, accept that we are stuck uh, and we need to learn <laughs> something about friendship um, and become closer. To <laughs> oh, friendship. <laughs> The real escape is not the friends we made along the way. I, I want to get back on, back on that train. Okay. Yeah. Well, I can I can hit the wall really hard. I don't have any better ideas. Then I will Vanguard charge. <laughs> Are you going to spend the sorcery to retain that spell? I am. All right. Oh, has there been enough? I, I still haven't learned my third advanced spell, have I? No, because you were studying other things and you just learned about the time dilation library and instead of using it, you are trying to break out. <laughs> okay. Uh, wait, that's a good point. Hmm, hold on. Call's <laughs> uh, going to actually just Just say, well, he's got to open his mouth eventually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, although I, I uh, did, I do remember being told there were skeletons. Um, some in the skeletons had been found in the deeper depths of the library. Uh, I think the, um, I think our librarian assumed they were, um, they had passed away and, and, uh, and, decayed from age um we're not in a frog so there's a good chance we won't be digested right um okay. vanguard charge <laughs> i spent the sorcery all I right do the perilous leap of the desperate at the wall uh please take an injury for hitting a wall Oh, and the protecting hand of the divine for armor. Please take only one instead of three injuries. <laughs> <laughs> for hitting the wall. Um, I mean, I'm not entirely sure what you expected. Um, but the rippling of floor becomes extremely violent after you do this. And the air becomes tense with pressure and you feel the air pressure building up and with a sudden movement the wall splits open it turns back into a doorway and you are expelled from the library along with a copious amount of frog mucus mm. both of us or just me just both of you in into the train like where into we the got train. into it, uh, you are no longer, or sorry, yeah, you are you are back in the uh, 
in the garden car and uh, you you come tumbling out of Unger's mouth, just just kind of sticky and head over heels in time to see uh, Chorian arguing vehemently with the fortune teller from earlier. And as you come flying out of <laughs> the, the frog's mouth, a couple of things happen. One is that Lacia the Eye points at McCarthy and goes, Ah! You! One is that Chorian uh, looks over at Unger and says, Unger, again? <laughs> You're not supposed to let people in when I'm asleep. We will switch back to uh, Riju in the bar car with Elias, the parlor. And Elias, has, at this point, has, has drunk about half of the Ubara and says, he's a little bit tipsy. I think he's, he, was, he was drinking for a while before you got here. And he looks at Riju and says, so... So what? You think you can just wander around and tell people to play the game and then cheat and then they'll like you? You are incomprehensible. Thank you. I take that as a compliment. It was one, but good for you. But that's the thing, isn't it? To To sort of at some times, it's just like magic. You have to make your own rules. You have to um, think outside the box to get the um, the effect that you want. He sort of stops and looks at you. Is am I drunk, or did that make sense? Why not both? Oh, you are a very confusing person. Again, I take it as a compliment. So, so, fine. I mean, let's suppose you weren't cheating. Let's suppose, oh, sorry. I have a new microphone. Drunk and life. Hitting it. <laughs> not yet. Uh, suppose you method. were not Getting cheating. Suppose you were just being flexible and playing the game. You know, I have no idea why he's air quoting literally every word, but he is. Um, so I suppose I could have watched you better. I suppose I could have not bet my entire savings on a person didn't know. Well, not my savings, my traveling money. I don't know where I'm going to sleep now. Anyway, what what was it that you wanted again? I forget. I keep forgetting. Mm. You and me, we can start our own. Um, I forgot what it's called. Weaver cell. Yes. He looks. He says, "You don't even know what my aggregates are." You, such a. I'll That's show you so mine if forward. you show me yours. Oh. He looks 
are you flirting with me now? Mm. What what's his orientation? <laughs> oh, you have that thing, don't you? I do. <laughs> you oh know. my god, I forgot. <laughs> uh he is straight. Oh. Um Uh, would there be any harm if I was no but like not my thing you know I know I just I'm I like flexibility and magic I'm not quite so flexible in my personal life he's singing now oh um I should learn Learn to be more flexible, the rules and thinking outside, outside the train car, which is a box on wheels. It is. You are very astute. Um, Let's say this. I will show you some different intricacies that I've learned with weaving. If you show me what you know, and maybe we could learn from each other. I mean, okay. I still want to play more Spiders game, but not with you. I got to make time for other people on the train. Got to spread the magic that is Elias. We could could still play. I'd still be open to, to playing with you. He pokes you in the chest. No more cheating. Um, can I sense his emotions since he touched me? You sure? The emotion you sense is drunk. Oh, that's not an emotion. <laughs> uh, I mean, sometimes, sometimes it is. That enhances emotion. Okay, you want, you want something more detailed? Um, he's still a little bit sore about losing. Um, he thought he was gonna he was gonna roll over you, and he's been paying his way through this. So he's got he's uh, he, with his winnings. So he's he's a little bit worried. Mm. he's a little bit confused as to where this is coming from because like you don't know him at all and now you're proposing like to set up a a longer term magical studying thing with him and he's just like where is this coming from um Riju uh will will nod still kind of straight faced uh but we'll say, um, I know a talented weaver when I see one. Um, and your prowess in the game, obviously, um, is, is, I would be uh, probably unmatched. I mean, when was the last time you actually lost? Oh, it's been a long time. Long time. Long mm. ago. When I was but a wee child. Oh. No, that's not true. Uh, okay. I lost before I left to the other other weaver taught me. My teacher, my mentor. She was good at the game, but boring. It was like, it was like playing a brick wall. I mean, you can punch it all you want. And nothing will ever happen. 
at this point, there is a like xylophone from the train announcer and the train, uh, the conductor comes on the intercom and uh, instructs everyone that they are, that the train is now approaching uh, Tev Abias and it was stopping in about uh, 20 minutes for half an hour. But also, um, and when this is announced, you see uh, some of the people in the car rush over towards the window. And the, uh, the conductor continues. Um, you probably can't make out all of this, but I'm going to just not do it through muffled uh, microphone noises this time so you can actually see it. Uh, the conductor explains that it is October and you are taking a train uh, is on the migration path of the winged towers of Tevabias. And uh, currently they are migrating back to Tevabias for the winter. And out the window, you can actually see the migration path of the towers. And uh, there's a, you know, many people crowding around the windows trying to look out. And if you look out the window, you also can see many little towers flying around outside, flying <laughs> towards the same city that you're traveling towards. Our train has a tail? Oh, yeah. Well, there are other train cars you can see. Like they, they, were, they were on the ground when you were at the station, at least. And I think in Nalfonso Clay's car with the Duchess, Duchess hears the announcement and turns out the window and is just looking sort of wrapped at the, the uh, <clears throat> landscape. And then she sort of laughs and says, oh, my manners, I'm, I'm gaping like a, a provincial rube. I never saw this when I was alive. Nelfonse Clay also peers out the window and then um, trying to figure out where she was. Yeah, she would have sat. We would have sat across from the across from the Duchess. Um, we scoots over to the side of the car as well to to peer out because we also has never seen this before and says, "No, I don't think it's provincial at all." It, after all, if we don't take in the wonders while we're alive, why not take the chance while we're dead? You know, make the best of what we got. She laughs her grinding laugh again and says, oh, I like you. Well, likewise. And that's why I'm going to find out who wants to kill you because uh, that'd be so inconvenient. She sort of nods says, oh, I agree. So black and silver, you said they were they were all dressed in the same way. Oh, it was so tacky. Mm -hmm. uh, Jesus. While I admit the darker colors kind of fit the time of year, like all matching as well. Mm, it has mm. too much like 
Mm. No. No. She, she rolls her eyes and it makes a little crinkling noise. And I mean, dark robes, silver trim. I mean, why not just get a big floating sign that says, I'm evil? <laughs> Very true. Um, I'm wondering, I think I maybe saw them when I was, I wandered out to the distraction when we, when we stopped by. Uh, I don't now that she's pointed them out, like. you, they were, yeah, you did see them in the, in the shared sleeper car. There was four of them. Would, like, is the clothing anything, does it belong to any sort of thing that Nafonsicle would recognize given connections and stuff? Have for connections or just looking at your character sheet again. Um, Well, I mean, you understand disguise and you know the Creatures of the Pale. I mean, I don't think you, well, hmm. How, how much does Nelfonsa Clay care about organized religion? (laughs) Enough to not really want to, like, be involved in it? Like, okay. I, so, I look at Nelfonso as the the kind of person like one of the reasons that reads an apostate is not so much like, um, not so much. It, it's it, it's like the different flavor of individualism, not like the. I definitely I want to be free because I you know need the individualism as much as like I'm doing things my own way because y'all aren't doing it the right way. Okay. They looked like religious robes. You don't know offhand what for sure. Interesting. I assume Especially the Duchess not... doesn't because she would have said so then. The Duchess has has no interest in in uh, the Duchess was a Duchess before she died and has remained Duchess after she died and is not you know her aristocratic demeanor and sensibilities keep her out of mainstream organized religion frankly money is its own religion ooh ooh too real um <laughs> all right uh, <laughs> uh, so Nafonsukle mutters to herself and says, I didn't recognize their their garb, if we must call it that. It's, it's definitely not well put together enough to be an untrue ensemble. Um, but I think maybe it's something, maybe it's something religious, but I don't really know myself. Would anybody else in the party know this, actually? Yes. Okay. There is someone in the party who would recognize this. Hmm. I wonder if... Hmm. Yes, I think maybe I should ask some of my friends, perhaps, because I don't really... I don't really run in church circles. It's not really 
Mm. They're a little too not my opinion. She nods. Oh, I understand entirely. <laughs> Absolutely. Go fetch your friends as well. I'll be here. I have all the time in the world. I hope. She winks. And Melfonsi Clay just like sort of gills and says, okay, you're right next to our car. So hopefully this will lend you, well, at least you'll be easily accessible for us. Easy to remember. Um, there's not actually anything I can do to like, uh, I don't really have any kind of like defensive magic or anything. I don't think so. Not, not really, but that's okay. You don't, you don't need it. Okay. He'll per se. Stay here. Well, yet. Um, <laughs> and. Uh, don't give me ideas. Let's see. So it's the next is it's parlor car then garden car. Uh, yeah, uh, dining car, parlor car, garden car, then dining car, luggage car, car, freight cars. Garden car. Okay. So Nelfon's Clay is going to then exit the cabin and head to the dining car and try to find everybody else that uh, renew that they were that McCarthy and Cole were heading to the to Unger, but I'm not sure that Reen knows where Unger actually is, so. All right, well, you head off through the dining car, um, whereupon a thought form tries to give you a menu and seat you. <laughs> now, Clay attempts to pass the, pass the menu back and just be like, no, thank you, I'm, I'm just passing through. That, the, the thought form does seem to understand that and just wave you on through the car. Back. <laughs> um, and I think that's a good spot to take a quick break. How quick? Uh, five minutes. All right. Let's see if she heard me. So back in the garden car lacia the eye points at mccarthy says you i told you to stay away from me we were to draw our first sooth card of the game which is the golden ship uh Notions families are enhanced. Gold magic is enhanced. Silver magic is reduced. Um, and Lacia the Eye says, "Said I am a I am a respected prognosticator, and and your aura, your aura." is dangerous to me. It, it purports, you know, I came back to the garden car because I heard you were gone and you had the gall to come flying out of a frog at me, so I'm going to leave again. Mm -hmm. Also, you're very sticky looking. Mm -hmm. And she she's, uh, points at Chorian and says, this is exactly what I mean. This is why you have to keep that animal out of here where proper people are trying to take in nature. And Chorian just looks, just starts turning red. 
Good. Glad you're leaving. Don't talk about Unger that way. He's not just an animal. He's a person. He's my friend. And he's got more books in them than you've probably read in your whole life. And Nixie says, oh, well, come, girls. And she, she circles her hand and her entourage like follows her and says, clearly this garden is for, not for the likes of us. We should go back to the observation car where we can see through the pettiness of mundane life and avoid ruffians who have frogs and ugh, I just, I just can't. <laughs> and they leave again. <laughs> um, the announcement comes over the speakers and Chorian looks very torn between trying to figure out what to do with you and also is also like trying to look at the same time over his shoulder through the, the pedal windows. And this, uh, I, I remember you're McCarthy. Thank you for your help earlier. How did you get into, um, did Unger, did you also, who is this? Mm -hmm. uh, sorry, this is my uh, associate call. And I was so impressed with, uh, with uh, your and your friend's library we won't, I'm, I'm sure ownership is more intricate than that. Um, that I thought that my friend Cole, who specializes in time, space, and the many iterations thereof, would love to see that library, would love to see Unger. Um, but you were taking a nap, and I, and you, I'm not going to, that's not, those are, you only get so many naps in life. Um, oh, well, yes, very, I, I appreciate that. And, and that, I mean, of course, your, your friend is welcome to look around, but then he looks at Unger. But Unger, what have I told you about opening your mouth for strangers? And Unger, Unger just turns uh, like a deeper purple and, and looks away a little bit. Yes. And Chorian. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, we were... Just, just investigating when when the door behind us uh, disappeared. Oh yeah, no doubt he saw that terrible woman coming. I've they asked to borrow to borrow a magazine, as if I'm some paltry, as if we have a newsstand. And so he must have closed you inside. Which he just looks at Unger again, buddy. You can't do that. Mm -hmm. we've talked about this you don't open your mouth for strangers and you don't close your mouth people are inside that's how you get indigestion for years like last time you smelled like like death for a good six months my friend mm -hmm. perhaps it was the the death that smelled that way well yes i suspect well it doesn't matter. It took forever to find the skeletons and clean them out. It just, it was a terrible situation. And that's why we have rules, Unger. That's why we have rules for everyone's protection. Unger just ribbits quietly and shuffles to like almost hide behind Jorian's leg. 
it it sounds like a, a very good policy. Um, Unger, is it? Uh, how, how did Unger come to be this? <laughs> Large on the inside. <laughs> and Chorian's face lights up. Is ah, that is that is a story. It was. It was an accident, honestly. But he sort of leans forward and says, "Have you ever been to the Blue Sun?" And we will cut back to Nelfonsa Clay, I think, because at this point the train starts slowing down and the conductor comes on, and uh, the telephone plays and announces that you are now pulling in to Teva Bias, and the train will stop be stopping for thirty minutes, at which point it will be continuing on to uh, Malyun. Am I, where am I now? Am I through the... Yeah, uh, so you would be into? at the exit of the dining car and heading into the parlor car, where I suppose if you're going in, you see uh, someone poking Riju in the chest. <laughs> All right. Also, I assume, like, if the person who, like, if the person in our party who knows about religious stuff, if that is McCarthy, then, uh, you know, Clay would probably know that. Given It'll be McCarthy. Yeah. In this particular situation. Am, am I the only one hearing Tracy weird? There's a little bit of a choppiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, I assumed that was me. Got a cable out to quietly plug my headphones in and everything. Is this better? Yes. Yes. yes? No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Weird. All right. I just I restarted my audio engine. Okay. Huh. Uh, sorry about that. Um, so, uh, reopens the door and sees this random person poking Riju and says, just turns to Riju and says, what did you do? Nothing, we're talking. Nothing, we're talking. He cheated, but then he bought me a drink. Who that are you? That right. Uh, hi, I'm Nafonsa Clay. I'm a friend and associate of Riju's. Mm. Or not? No. Just me? Just you. Oh, fantastic. So two different audio issues. Okay. Give me a second. While he's gone, let's... Can you okay. hear me now? I think we're good. Yeah. Hello? Okay. Hi. Cool. Excellent. Audio was a mistake. Computers were a mistake. Why did we teach Santa think? That's what <laughs> I've been feeling lately. Um, so, no, Fonse Clay uh, says, Hi, I'm Nafonse Clay. I'm a friend and associate of Riju's. He models for me sometimes. He sort of looks Riju up and down. This. Even with the, you know, the extra. And he makes a, a little wiggling motion from the chest. That just makes it more interesting. 
okay, I didn't know if I was supposed to say anything about it. It's kind of weird. And he covers his mouth. That's not very nice of you, sir. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm. He took all my money, so I can be. We're friends. Yeah. No. But he took my money, so I'm allowed to be mean. Actually, I don't think it works that way. He, I paid him to be mean to him. You, you probably, paid him to probably. be mean to you? No, so I could be mean to him. Okay, listen, I don't really need this much information about Biju's, like, intimate life. Um, have either of you seen McCarthy? Not recently. Hmm. Do you, they, they said that they were, they were heading with Cull to this library that was, I think they mentioned something about a frog. I'm, I'm not sure. Have you seen a frog? I've seen a frog. They're small and they are kind of wet and sometimes they're green and they have long tongues. Ritu? Well, this isn't my business. Um, Just, you know, if this is a transactional arrangement, just make sure you do have an obligation and responsibility to make sure he's he's safe, okay? Just that's all I'm going to say. all right. Uh, well, I'm going to head to the next car. You two have fun with your arrangement. Hey, um, hey, hey, hey. Do you ever played the Spiders game? Would Nafonso Clay have heard of the Spiders game? I mean, it's not that uncommon. If, a, if you know Weavers, like Weaver but like... Yeah. I, I assume that we would have at least heard of it. Also, in, like... Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Read you would would read you have tried to. I don't know how how much does read you like the game? Or would you have tried to teach people? Read you likes the game. I don't think he'd try to teach people per se. Like he's not like chomping at the bit to be like, hey, you guys want to play this game with me? Um, so not like me with board games noted. No. No funds, says. I've heard of it. Yes, it's got a lot of moving parts to that. Um, I I prefer more mine, more you know, flesh and bony and stuff. Like flesh and yes. bony, and you could, yeah, I, you could commission a board made of bone. I suppose wouldn't it smell bad though? You know, if you're interested in that, uh, Rejo knows my contact information. Great. All right. You have fun. I'm going to try to find McCarthy. You should drink a little less, maybe. Yeah. He is paying because he has all my money. I have his money. Ruju, what did you do? You can tell me like, just, okay. Um, just make sure that the, the man's got enough to like survive. Okay. Everyone's got to eat. Fine. I'll, I will weave myself a hammock. Which aggregate does that come from? The hammocks. Mm. And sleep. Oh, that's a really interesting idea. Like hammocks out of sinew and tendons. You know what? You're a very interesting inspiration, sir. Yes. 
Very nice. Thank you for That's that tip. But, Come back okay. and play more game with me. I will be somewhere. Okay. And Alfonso just sort of like backs away slowly and then turns around and starts heading to the garden car. <laughs> In the garden car, you see, uh, well, first off, you have to push past a group of, I don't know how to describe them, uh, someone with uh, tattoos of eyes on, on her forehead and the palm of each hand with uh, an entourage who is opening doors for her and she has her, her, her nose so far up in the air you can't possibly be seeing where she's going and uh, her entourage tries to just sort of push you out of the way, like not like shove but they're, 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 making, they're making way for her Nelfonsa Clay uh, kind of just as like a like a two second assessment of of Lacia and having connections with the high society types, just kind of immediately gets the sense of, yeah, I know, I know this type of person, and just kind of gets out of the way because Re knows that if Re doesn't, it's just going to be more of a waste of risk time. One of the one of the uh, the entourage will will see you heading towards the garden car and say, I wouldn't go in there. The aura is polluted. Ah, of, of course. Yes, the aura is polluted. Thank you for the warning. Mm -hmm. Come with us to, to the passenger car and have Lacey of the eye. Scry your fortune. See the future. She's so wise. I will keep that in mind. I have an appointment in, I need to check my luggage. Yes, I, I unfortunately, I, I really need to get through the garden car to, wow. to check my luggage. I'll, I'll of look course. for you. We'll be on the upper, on the upper floor of one of the, the, uh, the sightseeing cars where it's purer. And then they head off through the parlor car. And Nelfonse Clay just sort of rolls her eyes and says, diviners, I always think they know everything, but they can't even see two feet in front of them. <laughs> and reheads into the garden car. Where you see McCarthy and Cull and a frog and a fellow in a top hat and McCarthy and Cull are covered in snot. <laughs> and Nilfonsa Clay just sort of stops and steps slightly backwards and says, this is like but from clean only, I really have to pay a lot of crystal to keep it clean. I'm just gonna speak from here. What are are you okay? Are are you both alright? A little bruised, but had worse. Uh, I can clear that up for what? you if you want. Yeah, that that'd be great. Reaching's back there with with a drunk guy. I'm not sure what's going on. Oh. At this point, the train has has pulled into Tevabias, and people uh, are mostly ha have. You're alone in the garden car, and a lot of people were heading out of the passenger cars. You can see people gathering on the landing uh, or in the station outside the car through the windows. Uh, so, uh, what was his name? Not Unger, the other one. Chorian. Chorian. Chorian, you were just about to tell me about uh, this whole situation. 
Right. So, well, back when, back when I was just a, a younger, a younger man, uh, I ended up wandering around the blue and, well, we found this, it was a ghost of a library. And Unger being a, a smaller frog was very, well, you, you know, teenagers are like to eat everything, right? And so uh, he waited until the, the ghost of the library was really small and then he swallowed it up. And then there was this entire scenario where um, the warden of the blue um, you know, Mara, right? She, she, uh, well, not her, I suppose, was one of her manifestations, uh, came and, and tried to retrieve the library, but it had already been part, she had been digested by, by my friend. And, uh, but then we made an agreement with her to, to keep the library. And, and, and she said that she would, uh, let us have it as long as we, we, you know, went around it and made sure that it wasn't lost information so that the ghost could eventually move on to the pale because then the ghosts of the books would have closure you see i mean if you've ever been to the blue this would all make sense okay anyway she she gave uh unger a spell so that um when you're inside of him in the library it's it's kind of like you're actually in the blue and so your mind goes really fast which is really fantastic for a library so wait so time doesn't go fat time doesn't change but your mind changes time changing can you imagine Yes. Yes. Wait. Really? <laughs> mm -hmm. you can do that? That's a shrug nod. <laughs> Learn something every day, huh, Unger? Well, I'm going to go get cleaned up. Uh, I think McCarthy gives Jorian a serious look and says, I. Sincerely apologize to both of you for this trespass. Oh, no, 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 no. It, it was, I totally, I'm, honestly, Unger should have, have woken me up. You you didn't know, uh, and you had been in there before, and so Unger would have let you in. It, it's absolutely not your fault. Don't worry uh, just for a moment about it. I'm so sorry. Um, he's just, he's been, this is like the allergies in the car with these flowers. I'm so sorry about your clothing. I, I just. Oh, no, this is. It's fine. It's traveling close. They're not. Yeah. They're oh, good. They're, they're, they're just for comfort, honestly. Perfect. Well, again, my apologies for it. Um, I will uh, avail yourself. Both you and Cull can can. Uh, sorry, Cull. You did give your name, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, whenever, whenever uh, you'd like, just just be careful and and um, and uh, he addresses Unger. Unger. Don't close your mouth with people in the library. Got it? We, go, we, we have to do this talk at least once a month. Maybe an easier solution would be to just not... Well, no, never mind. <laughs> Eating people's bad hunger. Hunger peeks out from behind Chorian's leg and just blinks at you froggishly. 
<laughs> right. And as Cull moves toward uh, Malfonse Clay, he's going to make like exaggerated, like, oh, oh, this way, this way, oh, oh, and then just and definitely. Malfonse Clay's just like, he won't actually smear. Frog's not, though. You wouldn't. You didn't happen to see uh, a group of of four people wearing very tacky religious garb, have you? Nope. Wait, did did I? All of you will have seen them at this point because they were in the last public. They, they were in the public sleeper car, which you had to go through at least once, possibly twice, if you left the car at the distraction or left train at the distraction. Um, Cole will look up as he's thinking, go, nope, and then walk on. <laughs> There's a dead woman in the car next to us, by the way. Um, she's oh, very shit. nice, though. Wait. She was very nice? No, she, she is very nice. She, yes. <gasps> oh. Oh. Ooh. Don't look like that. Be be polite. Uh, like an embodied dead woman, or a a non manifest, like a non physical. Oh, she's she's embodied. Woman. She's a okay. Uh, okay. That's she okay, was a duchess. Too. Very very like she has excellent fashion taste. But this uh, group does seem to be trying to kill her apparently, which seems bad. Mm. Politics. Isn't it? Didn't that ship sail? It well, technically yes, but like again, if you know, if you take an embodied dead person and just you know toss them off a train, that'll that'll do the trick. Of then you've got to be back in the pail and you've got to remanifest. It's it's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you've you've made this our problem again. You've taken this someone else's problem and it's it's now our this problem? Is, listen, this is someone who's both very, very rich and has a lot of connections potentially. This is this is a good this can be a very good thing. Also, tacky, she's just got excellent taste. Tacky religious outfits. Yeah, black and, and silver, group of four people together i i don't really run in the real churchy so the, uh, circles mccarthy i was wondering if the, you knew mccarthy uh, is the church is of this, midnight? Yeah, it is the church of midnight well done oh yeah my neighbor uh, the the spider that lives um in the bookshop uh, sometimes is it belongs to the church sometimes you have not lived until you've seen a spider come home a little a little drunk uh it just tripping over their church of midnight ropes. It is, it's, I shouldn't make fun, but it, it's very silly to watch. The spider's robes are extremely tiny. I don't think I've ever been over when they've been wearing the robes. That's really interesting. How do they, oh, they'd have to handle like articulation, proper articulation, uh, like the little thing. Maybe <laughs> I could like talk a, to them sometimes. Or does it have sleeves? If a spider wore pants, how would the pants go? (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, so the Church of Midnight. Well, um, yeah, but they're they're a a. I mean, they correct me if I'm wrong. They revere the dark or the red. I can't remember which, but they're like they do public service. They're they're benevolent people. I mean, having from what you've talked, you seem friendly. So I'm going to assume you've talked to the spider at least a bit because it's your neighbor. Mm -hmm. um, the Church of Midnight is a aggregate faith of many people who worship many various dark gods and demons and void entities and you know what have you. Um, so it's not so much a singular religion as a collection of religions that worship in similar ways and are small enough to not have their own churches and thus band together for non-denominational dark services. Oh, okay. The the individual beliefs of any of any given member could vary, but you can you know, expect uh, a similar a similar bent to it. It tends to be more more sort of weird one off dark gods and and red demons than dark demons per se for the most part. Um, the if you're looking for worshippers of the actual dark uh, vespertine is more is more what you're looking for. Oh yeah, because like they want you know the Church of Midnight would benefit from having existence still exist, whereas the vespertine in the dark would prefer there to be nothing. Big mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, um, so Nelfon's clay. Uh, Ponders one and then asks, do you know of any, are there any particular branches or beliefs in, within the church that have issues with the dead? Uh, that's, a, I, that's a little out of my wheelhouse. Uh, that's, uh, unless maybe that is something I should roll for, but that seems a little, little unusual. It, without a level of connection to the Church of Midnight, you, I, I don't think you'd, you would know. And even then, any four random members could have different beliefs than any four other random members there. They're very latitudinarian, if you will. Hmm. Well, uh, murdering nobles is never, you know, it's, it's, um, it's a, Say it's morally complicated. That is their favorite I mean, kind of move. She's already been killed once. I mean, so maybe morality we're, we're balancing scales. Oh, um, but yeah, it it would just be. It would be really inconvenient. She's she seems very nice, and she offered to even attend one of my exhibitions. Hmm. 
Yeah. Oh, well, I think we should, we, um, I, I guess we do something. We, we should talk to them. That seems, mm, that's a weak move. Uh, we should beat them up. <laughs> and Nobosco just McCarthy. sort of looks, <laughs> just looks at McCarthy like, did you just propose? Think, are you okay? <laughs> With we something got in that in frog snot. It must be this. It must be the polluted aura. I I just found out my aura is polluted, and it's it's changing me. It's um. I, it, also, uh, maybe you want to mention something about you know your your mind and soul and possessions. What what? What happened? Uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I got a, um, I got a, an aura reading from this um, soothsayer. Um, really like, like the aesthetic, the like very nicely theatricalized. It was really cool. Um, but I, um, she told me that I am in terrible danger and I should watch my mind and my possessions and my soul for the next few days. Okay. And uh, she, she just kind of saw this in your aura, right? That'll, that'll be the, the one that I almost ran into on the, on the way in, I'm assuming. Oh. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she left in a huff. I did. I think. Oh, I think we surprised her when we fell out of the frog. Admittedly, fair. Um, but yes. Because um, we've talked before about like the soothsayer thing. Like they're they they can have positive things to say sometimes, but they're not always. No, right. right. Then, but I mean, I'm really, I'm signing up for the show. I'm signing up for the, like, it's, you know, I, I like the, the atmosphere right, the and stuff. Yeah. Right, right. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, with all the demons and telling that one demon, my secret soul name and stuff, I do, th I do think maybe there is a chance that like, uh, maybe that did have some effect on my aura. You are learning how to how to mold souls and things. Can you do you know how to how to clean auras? I don't think that's quite in my wheelhouse yet. Um, if you're looking to be transformed into something else right now, I might be able to help you there. Um, but you know, we kind of like you how you are. Your your current soul's good. We hope. Um, Maybe maybe not safe, but you're you're good. Uh, you do have a point about the whole soul name thing, though. Yeah, I think we'll. Uh, so, Carl, you have left during this, right? Uh, no, he he was there. Oh, okay, the chat. So I thought you were heading back to the back to he your was, car. Was but then then Alfonso asked a question. Uh, right, okay, sorry. Continue then. Uh, uh, I will note the train has has is now uh preparing to, to debark from Teva bias i have a question yes my time worm vision 
it does Donnie Darko like li- lines of where people have been. Mm-hmm. Is that going to be useless on a train? Or will it be like like contextual? Well, I mean, the question is, is, is your spell aware of inertial frames of reference? I was exactly. going to say iner- inertia. Uh, yeah. That's, that's my question. So, I mean, I think it alters your perception per se. So as long as you are within the same frame of reference, it should work. Okay. If you were on the train platform, you'd see a smear heading off into the distance because you're on the train. All right. Um, then Cull will propose that they could use this to um, find where these people have been on the train and maybe track down where they sleep and maybe we can look through their ship. If that's going to work, yeah. Frantically yeah. yeah. looks at Find Cole them and says, first. Does that is that how that works now? Is so this is this a Vance thing now? Like this wasn't a thing from No, this isn't a Vance thing. This is just a just a spell. Interesting. Is uh Martin, you have to you know where they are still? First? Yeah. I can't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm here. I hear everything. Okay. I hear everything. Sorry, I've been, I've been hesitating on switching back to you because I didn't I see you around. Um, while that discussion is happening, um, I think back in the parlor car, um, Elias has decided that you're kind that of interesting. Likes me. Yep. Um, but is also trying to get people to sing and it's not that kind of it's not that kind of bar uh-uh. like it's a fancy train car bar it's not a rowdy karaoke bar but he has thrown his 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 arm around your shoulder and is like trying to like belt out a folk tune mm-hmm. so uh the other patrons are beginning to look a little bit annoyed Uh, Riju kind of sees everyone. Um, is there anybody in particular that's like really bothered by it, or um, or is it just like a general there's that just, general feeling of just, people are just like kind of yeah, you're getting you're getting looks, and people are are leaning in to talk to their companions and looking at you. And is the bartender a thought form? Yes. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> um, but Elias is singing right now. You could call it that if you're being generous. Mm. Uh, Riju will lean over and say, um, "I don't think. Uh, I don't think you're. I don't think they believe." you know, the heart and soul that you're putting into this sing, sing louder. They don't believe in the heart and soul? Oh, 
oh my friend you gotta oh well we will show them we will show them and he starts weaving you sure will oh (laughs) what is he weaving um do you want to try to figure out what his aggregates are uh if that's a thing i can do then yeah yeah i'll make you roll for it but yeah um well i gotta roll uh, you'll roll intellect on it, but you do get a point from understanding non-conventional magic. Mm. All right. Could I also use sleight of hand? <laughs> to do what? Look at his hands. If he's doing it with his hands. He's not hiding his hands at all. I know, but like understanding the movement of hands. To be fair, he's not actually casting with his hands so much as he's he's casting with his entire body at this point. He's kind of he's Mm. swaying back and forth and dancing a little bit. Mm. Yay. Four. Mm. Five because of your uh, because of your skill. Yeah. I would say that's probably not normally enough, but he's drunk and not casting very well. Um, <laughs> so you pick out, uh, he's only using two aggregates right now. You pick out challenge and heart. Mm. Mm. Heart, you don't say. So uh, was, uh, can I like interpret what he's trying to do with that? Those? He is trying to make everyone in the car understand uh, like the courage and the relationship. His courage in traveling, his relationship with you, his love of the game. He's trying to project like good vibes. Mm. He's not weaving very well, though. Yeah. Is that going to backfire for him? I don't know. We'll see. And or us. It depends. Uh, <laughs> it depends on what you do and whether he uh, he rolls well. Um, uh, sorry to interrupt. Kinda... I just yes. got Zoom just popped up to tell me that my session has expired and I need oh, to oh. log in again. Um, so I'm going to preemptively pause the recording and log in uh, just 